Hey, welcome back to the Infamous Podcast. This is Brian. This is Daryl. And this is a bonus episode. We haven't done a bonus episode in a while. I know. Was that maybe a movie review we've I done? I think like, so, yeah. I mean, it's, it, yeah, I mean we did last... one not too long ago, but I mean, yeah. like, you know, the bonus episodes are, are few and far between in, in anymore. Uh, yeah, in August, uh, I did a bonus episode when I interviewed Christian Colbert. Go check out Node Chronicles on Amazon. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I think I can't even, oh, and the, the one before that was in, in June, June 7th when we, or, you know, around June 7th when we did a quiet place part deux. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think we might have one next week. You know, there, there's, there's, there's this movie coming out. I, I kind of forgot the name of it. Uh, but, yeah. oh, the, uh, the Dr. Octopus movie. <laughs> Otto Octavius. It, it's called, it's called. Doc picks. <laughs> get it, get it. Doc, doc picks. <laughs> yes, I know that was stupid, and that's why I said it. <laughs> anyway, uh, all right. So we're 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 back to talk about the the expanse. The expanse. It's back. Some golf clapping over here. Sorry about my Canadian accent, eh? Um, but I figure since it's filmed in in Canada, um, we might as well. You know, talk about some Molson and some poutine. Eh. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. 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 Did you get your ten you bits? Out- Did you get your ten bits before we uh, we started, Daryl? No, I was outside. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. So sorry. <laughs> uh, we should probably cut this. We're not. I'm not going to. <laughs> anyway. Uh Okay. So I have had a squeaky chair for the last like month uh and i apologize for that that will be remedied before the next episode's recorded so um daryl you're welcome for all the spam ads that secret Secret labs has been giving you uh but yeah all right so we are talking season six episode one because instead of just doing three or even two amazon decided to go well like no we're only gonna do one at a time now there's six episodes. We want to stretch it out. Honestly, I wish they would have put all six out at once. I, I kind of. It's uh, only six. They should have put would. all six out yeah. at once, and we could have done two, two, and two uh, as bonus episodes. Uh, on top of that, the new book came out um, a couple weeks ago. Finished that this week. Super excited to talk about that at some point. Daryl just started. He's a hundred pages in. Um, so I'm uh, about twenty percent of the way done. Yeah, you're you're right. You're at so he's at Kit, one of a new character that they introduced. So you're right before the Rosinanti blows up. <laughs> oh shit! Sorry, it's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you you would actually if if that was true, you would actually. <laughs> Be grateful if it was just you sleeping and something <laughs> falls off the wall on your head. Oh, uh, anyway, um, so yeah, the show the show is back. <clears throat> um, so I don't. Uh, do you have anything you want to like? Just, we good? Do you want to just hop right in? Yeah, let's just go right into it. All right, dive right in. The di- diving in. Uh, as uh, what's this? The one YouTuber used to say. Let's just, let's just dive right into it. 
Uh, all right. So this episode is Strange Dogs, season six, episode one. The Rosinante crew makes a startling discovery on an asteroid. Avasarala and Bobby contend with the devastation of Earth. Drummer and her family must make a heartbreaking decision on series Marco and Philip struggle. Marco and Philip's struggles turn inward. Um, I don't think that even begins to cover what happened in this episode. It, in the most basic way, dude. That that, that is the pumpkin. The most basic. That is the yeah. pumpkin spice latte of episode summaries. <laughs> <laughs> um, I so I I love the start of this episode because we've got the Rosie. We just jump right into the Rosie, right? They're out. They're they're hunting free navy. They're doing what the Rosie's supposed to do. It's a missile gunboat to, you know. Go well, out and, and well, first and we get we get the cold opening in Laconia. Oh, sorry, I did forget. We about. get that first okay, real yeah we'll shot of Laconia that's Some. not like uh, on a, a fuzzy you know camcorder with uh, that sociopath quarters are talking about the mm-hmm. platforms, right? Because I think that's all we got last year. That is all we got last year. Sorry, uh, I forgot. I completely. We were just talking about that too. Yeah. So <laughs> we meet. We meet Kara. So the the opening. I'm gonna call it Stinger. Um, yeah, I like that. Is I'm hoping that's how. I'm hoping this is how they open all six episodes. Is with the strange dog story, which is one of the novellas. Um, it's my favorite of the novellas. Yeah, you said that too. Yeah, uh, it's amazing. It is. It is so good. It actually adds so much to the the last couple books, and we so we meet Kara for the first time, and we we hear her brother's name Zan. They're going to become two very very important characters, way down the line. Um, you know, meeting them now, I think, is the right move, and hopefully, it's all we see of Laconia, and they don't try and do too much. Uh, but that being said. Um, we, we see the scene in the book where a little bird hurts itself and she picks it up and she runs off with it. Um, now when she picked it up and ran off with it in the book, in the novella, sorry, uh, something happens to her immediately and they did not do that. Yeah. So, um, but we meet the dogs, the strange dogs. I forget what they're called. Um, yeah, I, yeah, I couldn't remember either, but they, uh, th- so essentially kind of spoilers for the novella and no, I'm not even a spoiler. I'm not, I'm not gonna spoil it. Um, cause it's really important to why Laconia is so important. Uh, so yeah, so we get that and then we get the new, did you watch the new, um, opening credits? Cause you know, it changes every season. I did. I didn't pay attention to it. So, um, this like, it's a, like it's not like spoilery, like Battlestar Galactica was spoilery, but it it spoils enough where you see uh, like the, all the different like meteor strikes hitting the Earth and like the news feed and stuff like that. Um, because last season it showed the big one hitting, you know. Yeah. Um, right. But it, and it just shows all these these different places um, that that it happens to. So so it's interesting. Um, but yeah, so then we hop right into the Rossi, <clears throat> and they're hunting down Free Navy. They destroy one of the ships, um, and then they find an asteroid that has a um, 
what do they call the end of the rocket ship? A drive. A drive, thank you. It has an Epstein yeah, drive. I know. I, I, uh, I had engine, and then yeah. right as I was like typing that in, like Naomi was like, drive. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah it's a drive. <laughs> so it has an Epstein drive sticking out. Um, and they, uh, you know, Naomi's like, don't fly. James like, let's fly in and check it out. And she's like, no, don't fly in and check it out. The Free Navy sets bombs and proximity triggers, and they, they know it gets yeah. Marco off. I thought that was yeah, a great ho- line. That was a great line yeah. to reintroduce yeah, Marco like, to to the zeitgeist of the conversation. Yeah, but let's let's go back two thing two bits real quick. The first thing is what you were talking about with the new credits. They, it also that the credits kind of bled right into the show, and you see the news headlines, and it really reminded me when it says the Rossinante joins the fight. Yeah. That really re- re- reminded me of Starship Troopers. I was waiting for someone to say, would you like to know more? Would you like to know more? Citizen. But the, the thing is, with, with the Rossi, we catch them like right in the middle of a gunfight yeah. with another Free Navy ship, which one of the things this show does so well is it creates tension in a way that you're like, okay, these characters are not going to die, but you still think they are. And that's that's a a nod to directing, right? Writing, script writing, and acting. Because again, people say, "Well, the you know the the Marvel movies, for example, don't have stakes because nobody dies." It's like, well, does James Bond ever die? No. Does Tom Cruise in Mission Impossible ever die? Constantly. The important thing is is putting the stakes there constantly. <laughs> but and I love that about this is like you like we get there was this like. Where did hell did that ship come from? And then we're just like thrown in. Right. Wow. Yeah. It was, I, it was, uh, it was great. It was great. It's fine. Again, fine. We're, you, it's fine. And, and again, fine. you were talking about, uh, or before we started recording, how, why there are only six episodes and it, it became a budgetary thing. Yeah. And they said they decided to make six very expensive episodes. This first episode, I can absolutely see that. They put they put a little little dosh so in, into we, making everything look good. When we watched the trailer, like we 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 gave feedback on the trailer that like it didn't feel like the expanse. No, this right. felt like the expanse one hundred percent, absolutely um, yes. So, the, um, but the other the other thing that happened is so they go in, like they 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 have this thing that they they got to go check out this drive, and Amos has to do some repairs to the ship. We get reintegrated with Peaches, um, you know, <laughs> down there. I love I love his nicknames for everybody. Um, anyway, so then he's out on the hole. Uh, Holden goes down to check out the drive, and um, as as Amos walks out, like he looks at the plaque with with all four of their names on it. You know, kind of a you know shout out to Alex, and then um, James is down there working and and he's trying to talk to Naomi and, and she's distracted and she realizes, and I didn't realize this either. I thought this was an amazing scene and, and you yeah. know, it sucks how we had to get to this scene because, um, Kaz was such an integral part of the show and Alex is an integral character. And if you read the books, you're going to be really pissed off. Um, that if they continue, Alex isn't around. Um, but she's like, I just realized this is the first time I've ever flown the Rossi. I never had to then, before. Yeah. And yeah. And that, that's that second part of it is really just 
twisting the knife where it's just like mm-hmm. first time I've ever had to. Yeah. It was, it was, and just, I, yeah. And I'd like this because again, this is six months. We, this is six months later from, you know, since he's been gone. Right. And they've been running around doing recon there. It was like, that's what, after the fight, it's at day 187 mm-hmm. uh, on their recon mission. Yep. So it's six months. And so you would expect in some way for them to not get over it, but come to terms with it. But that goes to show one, they've probably not had a chance to rest because they, all three of them look really haggard and I, I, as whatever's been going on and you know what they've been doing. But I thought that as, as like you said, as much as it sucks, I did like how they handled it because they didn't do what they've done. Sometimes other shows have done sometimes, not even when somebody's been left the show under controversial circumstances, mm-hmm. but when a character has died or, or, le- or not even died, but left the show or the actor has, they don't mention them. Right. And it's, it, it really takes you out of whatever that show is because you're saying you can't even throw a line about this character that was so important for X amount of seasons. It's, and and I, so I yeah. really liked how they handle it. And the in fact this that the, the, the circumstances that the actor was written out of the show and the reaction that especially Ty Frank had um, about it, uh, cause I still think he's a little bitch, but, um, but yeah, so I mean, at least that was, that was like the character is given the reverence, right? Cause the character right. is what yeah. important. It's what important yeah. it is what is important. And, you know, I understand why they didn't recast because that's really hard to do in the last season. I mean, you look at what's happening with fantastic beast right now. Um, people are, mm, are upset yeah. that Johnny Depp isn't in it. It's like, where have you been? Like, then, then I think about that, right? It's like we're really like into this stuff, so yeah. you yeah. know we we follow the court cases and the the gossip and, and and everything, and and it's like you know there are people out there who have no idea why Johnny Depp is not in the new Fantastic Beast movie, and they're right. mad and they're I, mad, yeah. Um, but anyway, so I, I, this is great, and then Jim does what Jim does and gets into trouble. <laughs> Is that really how you go through life? There was a button. Press There's a button. I press it. Yes. Um, <laughs> so, so you know, he 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 does what Jim does. He he's uh, you know, like like you know, we we say Hasbro gonna Hasbro, Holden gonna Holden, um, <laughs> and he he sets it off. And um, so one total nitpick, right? Um, mm-hmm. that, that piece of metal bouncing off the magnetic bottle on the drive would not have made a sound. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that was absolutely for, I get it. Yeah. You know, I understand. I just, and like, I don't mind that, but they're so, I, they're so good about space being a vacuum. Yeah. I don't mind how they take Liberty sometimes with, uh, with things. If, if you're, if you've shown that you're on it and you have to take liberties for dramatic purposes, sure. as long as it's not overt. And I don't, I wouldn't call that overt, at least for me, I I'm fine with it, but yeah, I, that, that the whole dink, dink, dink. Yeah. That, that wouldn't have. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, I did like that, that, and again, we're talking about the tension and how that little thing, and that's that's all the sound was for, is to start the buildup of the tension. Because mm-hmm. yes, you could have it could have been tense without that sound. I don't think it's as effective. Uh, and without I get, that, I I, I, I so, get that right, but I think it's even scarier right. that it doesn't have the sound. 
if you think about it, because he just happened in to space. No one can it. hear you scream. Right. Um, but so Naomi was Naomi's like, get, get away from it. Get over the ridge. Get out of there. You know, like Holden's dead. Um, and then he does what Holden does and just starts beating on it with a crowbar until it <laughs> shuts down. Um, which then no, led did we to already, the, did we already? Oh, oh sorry. real quick, did we say there were going to be spoilers in this? I, I mean, we're not really spoiling. Like, uh, the, I mean, yeah, there's spoilers. There's light spoilers. There, there's, I yeah. think. Um, I mean, it's hard to talk about this this opening without spoiling it. Um, yeah. because then we get the next really heartfelt scene. Um, and in like Dominic Tipper, man, like, just I think she crushed it in the first six minutes of this episode. Um, and I still, I mean, Steve Strait is my favorite like you know he's my favorite part of the show um and you can tell like you can just tell like when he's on the when he's on the screen like it's just better for it anyway uh you know he he tells like she's like you you gotta you gotta thing <laughs> you know you can't you can't keep holding gonna holding um and he tells her he goes i'll i'll try I, you know i'm gonna i'm gonna do better i'm gonna i'm gonna do my best to you yeah, and I would say like that that wasn't surprising to me uh, because that's how their relationship is. What was really surprising to me was uh, was it I can't remember if it was before or after that is when when he's talking about you know he's watching one of those uh, I think Naris's ships go through the ring and it just goes Dutchman, mm-hmm. uh, and Amos is like, hey, this doesn't you know this has is no no concern of ours right and he's like you know well down the road it might be mm-hmm. but what amos <laughs> says he's like you know i'm here because i didn't want to abandon you right don't abandon us yeah and because amos is usually like not that because that was a heartfelt thing he said right there well right and then and, also when when amos was like hey do you think i can talk chrissy into uh um you know, paying us for each one of these ones that we kill. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, Holden's like, we're not mercenaries. And he, he goes, we're not soldiers either. That was great. Yeah. Yeah. So. And he is absolutely right right there. Like, this is, yes, they're doing it for the cause. They need to be well compensated for that. Mm-hmm. So uh, I really, again, I love their interactions. And one of the things that, yeah, we, we know from season one, Amos and Naomi have had a, a relationship that was, you know, you know, even Holden, he wasn't sure, obviously, right. when, you know, which is, that's still one of my funniest, the, one of the funniest things when Amos, like, you know, she's like a sister to me. Yeah. I mean, I do her if she let me. But <laughs> <laughs> Holden's uh, just like, what? But when he, I'm going like to throw, the, I'll just throw you off. <laughs> that was the other great part about Amos. <laughs> yeah. The, strife between the two of them in this episode yeah because of peaches and well that was more amos and naomi than it was yeah and amos that's what i mean yeah. oh, amos yeah. and naomi sorry and the i don't think i've ever seen amos look at her the way he looked at her when when she was like you just need to find somewhere else to be yeah yeah and he gave her he, he gave her one of those looks that you know considering his history i wouldn't want amos looking at me like that Mm-mm. no sir no, so no. I, I'm I'm very interested to see how it plays out yeah. with them. And now we didn't we didn't really get a an interaction between Holden and Peaches. So I'm curious to see how Holden has 
kind of come to terms with, you know, having a crewmate that had pulled all stops out to kill him. Well, you know, not too long yeah, ago. I mean, that was kind of handled a little bit like before, but yeah, you're, you're right. There is, um, there's, there's something there, there's, there's things that they have to deal with, but you know, and again, yeah, like and I'm Clarissa, sure they will. Yeah. Clarissa immediately shows that she's like a valued part of the crew already. If right. anything in Amos's eyes, you know? Yeah. Yeah. He's, he's, he's very simple in that regard. It's like, look, can, can you do something? Can you do this? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I can. Are you, are you going to try to kill us? No. All right, then. All right. <laughs> That's which again, because last season we got the Amos holding talk where yeah, and and that's that again that's one of my favorite scenes too. It's like you know mm-hmm. you know yeah you tried to kill me you said you were, you were said you were going to kill me. Holden's yeah. like yeah, but we're different now. Yeah, like, so, <laughs> so I I just I know they're going to do I know they're going to interact. Uh, and again, this has been a while. It's been a while since Naomi tried to kill him. Probably yeah. a year and a half. Yeah. But it's been six months since she's been on that ship. So mm-hmm. they've interacted. It's just that we haven't seen it. They're going to show it. I'm, I just would like to see how Holden has taken to her because we know Naomi hasn't. And, and again, it, it comes along those things where, I, and again, for me at least, it's easier for me to, for someone to do something to me. Now, granted, no one's tried to kill me that I know of, uh, to forgive somebody for doing something to me but I get where Naomi's coming from. It's a lot harder when somebody <laughs> tried to do something to someone you love. Right. And kind of forgetting it. Yep. So I swear I haven't tried to kill you this week. <laughs> All right. This week. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> it's still, it's the week is still young. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, I, I tried with those burgers on Friday. <laughs> they were good. I'm not really complaining about that. Uh, yeah, but no, I, I I thought I thought it was it was just like it was a solid it was a solid open like between the stinger and then the getting just getting back with 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 the family you know, um, then we jump out to Ceres Station or do we go to Earth? We did. Uh, we went to after that. We went to Ceres because yeah. we talked a little about a Christian and I didn't mention that. One of the things we didn't mention is despite them shooting down all these rocks that, and I think they said over 200 Mm -hmm. in the last six months or something, they're shooting all these down, but there's still issues with doing that. There's still consequences to doing that. And we see uh, uh, Christian and Bobby and this other guy, I forgot his name, you know, kind of talking about what's going on in a snow covered field. And then after he leaves and then you pan out, it says Mediterranean. Yeah. So, and, and, you know, it, there's a lot of stuff going on on earth. It's from a climate change perspective that, uh, is not natural. Yeah. And the one thing, and you were talking about, um, nitpicks. Mm-hmm. Do you remember last year when they sh- shot the, or last season, when they hit this asteroid with something and then it was like a kind of like a, a blanket that just incinerated all the pieces. Yeah. And then in this episode, they talk about using rail guns. So I'm not sure if there's a, a reasoning behind because they're they not use those. They all. were stealth last time and now they're not, they can track them. 
they figured yeah. out how to track but, them this time. So they can use the railgun and get them from much further away. But the problem is, and again, the railgun can do that, but it's still causing fragments to fall to earth while that one thing, I can't remember what it was called, it literally incinerated almost every piece. It almost made it space dust, which again, that would mm-hmm. still cause maybe some issues, but not like you know rocks the size of houses still coming down on earth. Yeah. So, and again, that's like a nitpick. But I mean, it's not a big deal. Yeah. But that was one of the things. And and, I, and I, the second time watching, I wanted to make sure I didn't miss any dialogue with why they couldn't use it or why they didn't. Right. And they didn't say anything. Yeah. So, so I mean, I mean, I think part of that is just because they're able to track them now. Whereas last season, you know, they were in a right. shooting gallery. So, yeah. And then we got the series and Marco Inaris. Marco Inaris. And Philip, but we actually start with Philip, and this, yeah, this kid is, he's spiraling, and yeah. it's, and what is his name, Josiah? No, Josiah Chase Owens. Yeah, yeah, he does a great job, go, like trying to keep that face, that cocky face mm-hmm. of that cocky confidence that, you know, Philip tries to project like his dad, but. He also has, there's one thing he has that uh, Marco doesn't have, and that's a conscience. Yeah. Uh, despite what what he did and how horrific, and he should be brought to task for it, he well, actually feels guilty. And, and he, you know, I mean, we know he will be, um, just being book readers, but I, he's not guilty at this point. And, you know, uh, we, we come in on Philip, you know, giving, giving a young lady the business, if you will. Yeah. Um, and, and yeah, I mean, he's a completely different Philip from what we saw last year when, you know, he was trying to reconcile Naomi being alive and back and, you know, all of that. And then knowing that she left again to go back to the Rossi to, to her family. And, and, and he's not part of that. Right. But he's also, you know, he's a mass murderer. A hundred percent. So, I mean, he, he killed millions of people. Yeah. And all of that. Yeah. And none of that would have been possible for, but for some of the stuff he did. Mm-hmm. So, and then he, yeah. And, and they do a good job showing that he's, again, he's trying to play up to this shell of a person that, cause he's a shell of a person right now. Oh yeah. He is absolutely a shell of a person. He's going through the motions and then every now and then that hits him what he did like oh man i i'm responsible for millions and millions of people dying mm. and no matter what he tries he can't get over that and he, and again like i said the fact that marco can get over that and a lot of the other belters and i don't mean the belters that are saying hey good for the good for us look what you did to us i mean the ones that like that are like marco that don't give a rip about people dying yeah. Not for revenge, but for their purpose. And he absolutely is feeling crushed by this, but then he awesome. com- compounds it by, you know, what he does. Cause he has a friend, Yoan, who yeah. I really like the guy. And I was like, who is this guy? And I told you before we started, he, mm-hmm. he was, uh, he was one of the kids in uh, the October faction show from right. a year and a half ago, I well, think. And Yoan was a great character in the book too. And, you know, we, we, we weren't with him as long in the series, obviously, as we were in the book. But he, he was notable because he had an alligator vest. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> and, and everyone told him it was fake and he believed it was real. And we never really knew we, one way or the other, right? If it was real or fake, which was the beauty of it. Um, and yeah. here we still, we still don't. Um, but he's all about that alligator vest and like, you know, things from earth are going to be really rare cause we killed it. And it yeah. was, you know, just kind of a stark reminder that there's like, there's a war going on, um, even though we're in, in series station, which is somewhere very familiar to us as expanse fans and as show fans, uh, especially and that, you know, here it is, it's completely different. Um, I did think it was a little strange, like as Marco was walking and people started just chanting his name, like that one guy, um, when, when Philip and Yoen are talking, who walks by the one like tech or whatever. Yeah. And he starts Marco, Marco, Marco. And then, Keon, like Keon Alexander, who still crushes slays as Marco, um, even when like, he has the man bun going. Slow, I, I I thought the man bun was a nice touch. Uh, slowly, like <laughs> walks his way up onto a platform where he talks about the inners and how we've done this and we do that and you know, uh, belt us forever. And he just like you know just like takes over the room. Um, the other interesting thing is his, uh, his little consigliere there. Do, do you know who that actress is? Uh, Kathleen Robertson. Yeah. She played Claire on 90210. If you remember that all the That's way back who, then. Yes. So, I mean, she's yeah. been in it. Kathleen Robinson has like 130 credits on her IMD. She's been a working actor for almost 40 years. Right. She, she's like, you, you'll remember, you'll, you'll remember that face. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. But she will always be Claire from 90210 for me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I, I like, I liked her addition to it. Um, you know, cause Marco, Marco didn't necessarily have that kind of character with him in the books as, as that. So it, it's nice to see. And I liked when, cause he asked about drummer and she goes, you, you want me to tell you when nothing happened? <laughs> yeah. And yeah, she is like, like just the facts because you know, you're talking about, you know, his conversation about series, but then she says like, Hey, you know what? They're talking about, you know, they're killing the earth and the food's going to be drying up soon. So Mm -hmm. we're going to have to make cuts. And she's like, we don't owe these people anything. Yeah. And that's when Philip came in and he's like, this is supposed to be our capital or whatever. I yeah. mean, that, and that's what Marco said. Yeah, this is our capital, our belter, na- the capital of our belter nation. And he has Rosenfeld's just like, we don't owe them anything. Mm-hmm. He's like extremely practical and very detached. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which, so. again, not necessarily, in the, especially in Marco's case, you, you, he probably needs someone like that mm-hmm. by his side. Oh, I mean, yeah, he's, he's uh, again, uh, he's a psycho. Um, so, but yeah. All right. So then, uh, from there we visit Kamina and, and her crew and they're, they're being hunted by a bounty hunter while they're hunting the bounty hunter that's hunting them. Yeah. Um, and, um, Michio. So this is Michio Pao, right? This is a character that was completely neutered for the TV series because of Kamina drummer. Mm-hmm. Um, so Michio was, was like, so drummer, part of drummer is the Michio Pau character from the book. Um, and she's got to fire the thrusters to line up the shot. And for whatever reason, like they're in zero G they're on the float. There's no reason for her to slip and miss like that. Yeah. And it's because she's 
just breaking down. She can't handle it. She can't handle being out there on, on, you know, being hunted and hunting and, you know, on knocking on death's door constantly. Uh, and, and the old version of drummer would have 100% floated her. Oh yeah. And it's funny because it took Joseph to bring that up. Mm -hmm. It's like, are we going to talk about the problem we have? And it's just like, we don't have a problem. Michio's fine. She yeah. made a mistake. And he's like, this is not the first time. Yeah. And so, it could have got him killed. Yep. And, and it's not, and again, this is like you said, you just said a few minutes ago, you gotta, you can't forget this is the, this is war. Mm -hmm. You, and again, I know people make mistakes. You can't make mistakes like that in that situation, or you're not going to be able to, you're not going to get a chance to make another mistake. Right. So, and yeah, she's breaking down. She cannot handle that. And a lot of people can't. It's, right. Right. But it's the heartbreaking thing is where she's like, you know, we're going to, you know, we're going to dock here and then we're going to drop you off and then we'll come back to you when this is over. And then Michio says, when this is over, yeah. like, when is it going to be over? And, and that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> when is this going to be over? So because they are a family, and that's mm -hmm. one of the things I loved about last season about, you know, before the, like Marco and everything else tore the family apart, right? drummer's family apart, you know, watching them together, it really did feel like a family. It wasn't just a crew. It was, uh, I mean, it, it was great to see. And now it's just basically going to be her and Joseph. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was it was sad and you know kind of scary and 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 heartwarming all at the same time because they're like, look, we're gonna leave you, we're gonna come get you, and you're right. Um, but yeah, it, it was just totally different. And then while we're on the drummer fact, um, did you see there is a Telltale game, Expanse Telltale game oh, coming I out? I, I didn't I didn't watch the trailer and or it, anything, but I saw it's that it's about drummer. Out. So, oh, I, I like I hate the Telltale games, but I'll probably get it. Um, is is she doing the Kara G doing the yes, voice? Yes, it's Kara G doing the voice. Okay, and, and the the okay. the uh, cartoonish drummer is like I mean she looks great. the 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 character design looks great. Um, although it catches like it, so rereading the book right and then watching the show, it catches me as like how short Kara G is. And how long belters are supposed to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, like, you know, it's it's just funny. Um, you know, I mean, aren't we in a day and age? Shouldn't they have gone and got like actual belters to to play those parts? Yeah, if if you want to be true to form, they should have gotten belters to play this. Uh, uh, but yeah, and then uh, the guy, the one guy who. When when Miller was on on series, who was always starting the the protest, who was always like had the megaphone. Oh yeah, like, that, that I can't punk. believe he's still alive. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> I know that was the first thing I thought. I was like, "You're still kicking? You made it?" So, um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. <laughs> I would assume they would have killed you and and you know threw you in the mushroom recycler. Um, <laughs> That's what they do. They throw the dead bodies. They recycle them and turn them into mushrooms and eat them. Um, yeah. The mushrooms, well, I mean, not the, the dead bodies. Yeah, you know, it's so. it's good meat. Yeah. You know, I mean, they don't have dogs to feed it to, yeah. like Ramsey, but... Yeah, that's true. They'll get to a point where they have a dog. <laughs> I guess. Muskrat. Uh, but yeah, 
so you know then then we're 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 dealing then again with um you know just the sh- the 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 way the the show ends and you know um it's funny because i'm looking at this like breakdown and and they're like will philip redeem himself no philip philip is, no he can't there's no redemption he has he's no there's no redemption arc for philip um there's there's no happy ending for drummer like there's there's no medina station for her to go to you know um i i just i i, I kind of love where they are and, and the things that they've they've taken and changed in in the book and, and everything from the book. I mean, but we've talked about this for, for as long as we've been talking about the show, like the changes that they've made to the book make sense for the show. Mm-hmm. And the books are and- their own thing. The, like, you know, this is, this is a, a summary of the books in a lot of ways and in a way to consolidate a lot of storylines. So I'll tell yeah, you right now. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say that unlike it again, I think, and I'm comparing this because I mean, they're both on Amazon and coming on right now. It's the Wheel of Time. It's an example of the Wheel of Time. And I know there, there are a lot of people that like the Wheel of Time that haven't read the books. Mm-hmm. And there are some people that read the books and think it's okay. Myself, I think it's, I'm, you know, I'm doing what you're, what you're saying. I'm separating the books, even though I've only read the first five, from what I see on there. And the Wheel of Time is a bastardized version of the wheel of time book series yeah that doesn't mean it's terrible i don't I, I wouldn't look at it like some of the other adaptations we got but there is stuff that is severely lacking and some of it is not on the it's not on the creative team behind it some of it is on the executives at amazon that didn't give them two extra right episodes yeah. and an extra hour for the for the pilot because i think some of the things could have been rectified that i have issues with not all of them but some yeah the expanse however i think they do such a great job of staying true to many to the majority of the aspects not necessarily in lockstep but as far as you know what this character is about and still changing it and it and transforming it in a way that still makes sense and still honors right. where it comes from while being its own thing and that's not easy to do well, more often than not i yeah, you know, people I, I, fail. So this. we we an example of this, right? So in Babylon's Ashes, like Pastor Anna from season three, um, has like she's a major point of view character back on Earth. Um, yes. So they've cut they've cut that like you know um, I was reading this this um, from uh, Nareen Shankar, the showrunner and, and writer of the first episode. Um, They've cut Anna down to pretty much just a cameo, and the same with Prax. Prax was a uh, was a POV yeah. character in in Babylon's Ashes, and and Prax is cut down because there's six episodes. So like they've pruned things that while make sense in the book, like we we should not be worrying about Earth. Like I, you know, I like we need to worry about how to get Bobby on the Rosinanti in 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 yeah. the next half <laughs> episode. Yes. So, cause like Bobby needs to be there. Um, cause they need her. They, they need that, that fifth crew member. They need, they need the warrior. Um, you know, so, uh, all right. So I was trying to think of like what, out of what to give this, um, out of five. Right. Um, and I was trying to remember what those little like winged creatures were called. That uh, because Cass 
uh, uh, Kara gave everybody the uh, uh, all the little animals' names. You know, yeah, because they're they're on Laconia. She's she's naming these things for for everybody. <laughs> That's just what you want a ten year old. Uh, I will say they aged her down because in the book she's like sixteen. No, I thought Kara was like no. Kara's like a again. teenager in 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 Zan, the little guy. The 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 boy's younger, significantly younger. Okay, so. I mean, it, it, it's not it's not that that big of a deal, but um. So let's just say, out of Laconian fauna, <laughs> flora and fauna, uh, out of five, I give it a four. I thought this was a. Again, I like really how this this starts. It gives us a nice kick into reminding you know jump start into okay this is where we left off this is what's going on and they are very economical in the way they did that with the kind of like the snippets of media reports and news reports on mm-hmm. what's going on uh the action how we get back into the rossi and the and you know holding in the crew yeah i love that tension and i i just i really liked seeing and, and again it ends it ends and that was the one thing I, I meant to say is i love um christian's speech to bobby at the end yeah where she mentions you know we we can't these little victories like we can't mm-hmm. have just these little wins there this is not what we need we need something big we need yeah. something to give us hope and that was juxtaposed with you know holden and naomi mm-hmm. and amos and peaches you know uh, those you know two sets of individuals you know those those pairs kind yeah. of like especially with the hope part and then you know the way Amos looks at peaches and like just that smile where it's like mm-hmm. you know that like just that relationship that they have yep um and I love that that ending and where Bobby's like do you have a plan she's like yep I do <laughs> so I really like the introduction of bringing us back into this world the expanse I think, yep. thought they did a great job yeah, I uh, I went four and a half out of five because mm-hmm. we were we were trepidatious. We had we had uh we had concerns yes, we after the trailer, and you know, and it still may not be the expanse like you know down the line, but they 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 did not miss a beat here. Um, and the other thing you're talking about how it ends with Alfasarella, um, when she's floating. And she talks about how she never thought she'd like it. And now she loves it. I thought that was, mm-hmm. uh, that's the, that's actually the saddest moment of the show because she's so tied to earth and, and earth is her home and earth is her dominion and earth is her place. Um, that she's been off of earth so much. She's accustomed to being on the float. Um, and we didn't talk, yeah. we talked about it before, but we did not talk about Monica and um reminding Navasarala she's not a queen she's a she's a you know a democratically elected leader um which i thought was was really great as well yeah i love that line she was like you need to remind her that to she bobby. has constituents yeah. yeah to bobby constituents not subjects yeah so and then bobby's like she she understands that. and she's like what you know what i like about you bobby so this is monica yeah you're, you're never good at lying yep so uh, I I don't know I just I I thoroughly 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 enjoyed this episode uh, I I watched it three times um, 
and you know i think between watching it and reading book nine at the same time i got some things like kind of out of whack as far as order goes um but yeah i look i look forward i'm gonna be honest i'm i'm really looking forward to when this season ends taking a week or two and then doing a full series rewatch and then when i'm done with that going through and reading all of the books and novellas in order that that's a tall task but that's great because we won't have because again what was it two it's been two years since the last expanse book i think yeah that and again i didn't go back and look at anything i didn't even go back and look at summary so some of this stuff is still kind of in the back of my mind what's going on not so much with the the um expanse yeah uh, show because i've seen that but so yeah leviathan falls it took me because i did the audiobook it took me about an hour to remember who everybody was like like an hour into the book um but like i knew the character you know it's it's you know it was it was like really what i had to remember was um I know I'm not gonna spoil anything, but Duarte, like who Duarte was and where where what mm-hmm. happened to Duarte and why he was in the arc story arc that he was in. I, I just had kind yeah. of that had slipped that was my the mind big for thing whatever for me. reason. Yeah, it's, I mean, I knew who he was, but it was like where do where do we leave off with him? And that yeah. that really kind of it took me a minute to get back to oh 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 yeah there we yeah. go yeah that was the that was the best part and like and even with this it's the like kind of like catching up and and you know uh alligator vest there and, and just remembering him from the book and um i i think i think the the fun thing is gonna be this is um well i here's the thing it's the free navy is is a much bigger threat in the show than it was in the ser- in the book series because they they dealt with the free navy in half of a book <laughs> <laughs> yeah so um because there's other things that they had to do um we're not going to get to that obviously but that being said, I, I really hope they end this season the way Babylon's Ashes ended with the what happens to the 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 character in in, in you know in the yeah. arc. Um and, and we end that way so it, it gives us hope for the last three books, six, seven or seven, eight, and nine to to you know. I- get series or maybe like a like a trilogy of a movie or you know like maybe better yeah just do like some mini series where like book you know book seven is like three hours book eight is three hours book nine is six hours (laughs) yeah (laughs) but but yeah so i don't know i enjoy it yeah all right uh anything else you want to add no i just I'm so glad this is back, and I really, I, mean, I really hope the you know five remaining five episodes continues with the quality that we've come to expect from the Expanse, and we don't get a rush job with only six episodes to tell the story. Honestly, that's from still my concern. Everything I'm reading, I don't, I don't feel like they they have, and I think you know with uh Nareen Shikar's comments about like, hey, look, we knew we had to pair things out. They're not gonna just like stuff things in like game of thrones did um i i want i wanted to be closer to how i felt about the lost in space final season and specifically finale yes that's that's where i'm and i think and again i just i'm still having trouble letting that go but i actually think it's going to be closer to that yeah the lost in space series 
versus a rushed Game of Thrones. And yep. it doesn't even have to go as far as Game of Thrones, but I th- I do think I like from a rational standpoint, based on what we saw and what some of the stuff I, I haven't read anything, but what you're saying, yeah. I think we're going to get that good ending. I still am slightly concerned maybe next week or this mm-hmm. week, I should say, actually, you know, each episode like this, maybe this next episode will be the one to say, Hey, okay. I have faith. Um, yeah, we're going to end great. So, yeah, but I, either way I'm there till the end. Yeah. You know, 100%. To the end of the line. <laughs> All right, <laughs> let's let let's uh, let's not bring that into it. So, <laughs> all right. On that note, thank you all for listening. We appreciate it. We will be back on Friday or on Friday. We recorded on Friday. Um, we'll be back. Uh, if you like what you heard here, go sign up for our Patreon. Um, that's turned back on, and also. Uh, you know, give us a like, give us some like, like, and subscribe, all that fun stuff, reviews, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yeah. All right. Thank you, Daryl. See you. Bye. The Infamous Podcast is recorded in Kings Mills, Ohio, just north of Cincinnati. You can find new episodes every Sunday on Apple Podcast, YouTube, Spotify, Google Podcast, our website, or anywhere podcasts are downloaded. This show is hosted by Daryl Jasper and me, Brian Tudor. To find more information about the show, visit us at infamouspodcast.com and follow us on Facebook and Instagram at infamouspodcast to keep up with the show. We also have a Patreon page, patreon.com slash infamouspodcast. We have some great rewards for our patrons and are looking for help to grow the show to bring you more of the content you want to hear. Music for this podcast is provided by Michael Henry from meetmichaelhenry.com. So, whenever you're listening to us, have a great day, night, evening, weekend, whenever it is, and we'll see you next time. Thanks for listening.